For the last 14 years, Adam Montiel has been bringing you the stories, the people, and the producers that make wine more fun. Whether you're a connoisseur or a cork dork, here we taste it, we spill it, and we leave it all on the table. It's The Pour with Adam Montiel. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. World of Pinot Noir. This is so cool. I mean, first of all, like this is an event that has evolved so much over the years that I've had the blessing to be involved in it. And now I'm sitting across Stacy, who runs it with Solterra. Of course, Kobe, you used to be president, of, and you're still on the board, right? But you used to be presidente of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, uh, the previous two years, I was president, and uh, now I just get to sit back on the board and uh, not make all the crazy decisions. Well, I think that's, you probably like, you probably enjoy that. Uh, definitely less stress. A little more sure. chill, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not like you I get to enjoy Enjoy, get to enjoy the meetings rather than like uh, kind of uh, you know clamor to what's what's going to happen yeah. next thing. But you have had, and we're, which we're going to get into, you have had a ton of stuff going on in your own right. We're sitting in the brand new Alugar tasting room. Yeah, Can't wait yeah. To little, absolutely, oh, absolutely, so, cool. yeah, very so cool. exciting for what you've done here and thank god for katie's eye on stuff but as we talked on off the air you have a beautiful eye for some stuff too i was listening to some of the pieces that i was like because i was so curious eric like all right this is this has got to be all katie's like actually (laughs) and the bar is certain things but i mean obviously katie's got an amazing eye but obviously you do too i love if you come taste at el lugar we're in duncan alley which is this new cool spot in the low bro neighborhood of san luis obispo and you're in this beautiful industrial chic area and we got these two beautiful windows that literally look into your cellar yes yeah definitely is uh you know kind of uh you know a way to open up a smaller space uh allow people kind of into my world which is making wine and um kind of bridge the gap between the tasting room and production and so yeah we try and showcase as many barrels and in in less clutter as possible but uh <laughs> it's definitely uh it's it's um it's it's fun it's good we're, we're super excited and um we can't be uh more thankful to all the support people have shown us stacy would you be okay if there were windows opening up the public to your workspace i would not Ooh, i don't know <laughs> it's, my desk right now is a little messy i know what you mean like <laughs> if you even saw my desktop my browser situation like you guys all have a problem with the no, tabs on your we have, cur- we have little curtains. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the evolution of El Lugar, the new tasting room, how you can come visit. Also, uh, there's some new, uh, some new exciting advancements with my man, Eric, at Tally. Hello. I'm excited to talk to you. Also, I mean, you have been on the board for a long time. You've been secretary, and you've been in on this board for a while at Wappen. Yeah, I think I've been on the board since 2010, I believe. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, been That's been exciting. a minute. I've been secretary a lot yeah. as well. <laughs> yes. You obviously are good at this because no one could be secretary for this long and then not get you out of there for some reason. It's um you know, it's a tireless job. You know, it's but someone has to do it. <laughs> someone so I I'm to do I'm, it. I'm here for it. Well, thank you, Mr. Secretary. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stacy Jacob, let's talk about Wappen this year because we are going to be gathering at the Bacara Resort Ritz-Carlton once again for a Friday-Saturday excursion that is like none other. It's going to be amazing. Well, first of all, uh, World of Pinot Noir, we are celebrating 24 years this year, and we will be held Mar- uh, February 29th through March 2nd at the Ritz-Carlton Bacara, to your point. Um, and, you know, this year, the theme, I really was kind of thinking about how everything's coming together, and I said, this is really the year of anniversaries. There's a lot of themes of anniversaries going on, and I started thinking back, and we all have an anniversary. You know, anniversary doesn't have to be your official birthday or your official anniversary, right? It can be what you need it to be. And this is like the anniversary where the 
industry comes together all in one place. It's always so exciting at the opening night event where there's so much fun, so much anticipation, and people are seeing each other. Sometimes people only see each other at World of Pinot Noir. I this is people, like their time. I know. I have people that I literally look forward to to see this time of year. And it was the last event before the world shut down in 2020. <laughs> like crazy. Like literally I a week before that. Like walking Days. through this ballroom yeah. and certain people are like, oh, no handshakes, no hugs. I know. Like there's something w- going on around the world. No, I'm like, I, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> there's nothing going on. Like we're here at Bacara. We're on the beach. Like it's all good. It's you know? all good. <laughs> I remember ignoring people from, from Colorado because they said people, you know, there was an outbreak there. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we shouldn't like hang out with people <laughs> from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only thing I remember from that time was it literally was like days before like Kobe correctly noted the world like just shut yeah, it was down. Like, like a week later, like yeah. that Monday, the they're 13th, like... 13th, right. Yeah. But I remember because of the news and the way things were floating around in like late February, like, you know, I'm so glad we're not canceling this right now, but I'm, I'll do fist bumps instead of, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, giving someone a big dap and then like itching my eye afterwards. You know what I mean? It's like, you never know. Like, then we all became like, so, and I've always been kind of a germaphobe, so I'm always like, you know, like even, I love doing my show at World of Pinot Noir, but I always got like, you know, hand sanitizer down there after like a bunch of interviews and stuff. Yeah. But no, like things have changed, but it's so cool to see the way, one, how everyone missed one another and everyone was so excited to get back. But it got to be really candid, and that's what we always do here. Stacy, we've seen since last year, there is a definite, I don't know if you're feeling this with World of Pinot Noir because we're like in this arena of just like, you know, opulence and beautiful world-class wine. But I feel like my winemaking friends have seen a slowdown in certain things. So I really wanted to get you guys on now to talk about just, I want folks to come down to the Ritz-Carlton Bacara for the Friday, the Saturday, both tastings. We're going to go through the itinerary and just really, I would love to just breathe some fresh life into what people are feeling now because this is an event you got to be at. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. You know, I always remind people the grand tasting and people are like, oh, grand tastings are passe. And I'm like, no, let's think about this. We're going to have a hundred wineries on Friday and a different hundred wineries on Saturday. So if you're up for the two days, like let's go. But if you actually take a look at the wineries that are there And if you actually had time, first of all, to go to all their tasting rooms um, and taste, that would be amazing. But the reality is, is we put them all together in one spot. So we're going to make it really efficient for you. And with today's, you know, how, how, you know, fees are increasing and and tasting fees, we want you still to go taste at your wineries. But this is a great value when you think about what you're going to be exposed to, the new wines you can taste. I've actually been doing prep calls with all of the seminar participants. And um, we had um, a call this morning with the bubble. Um, panel and they said you know what we're going to actually we poured uh, we're going to pour more bubbles at our table in the grand tasting this year because people want a break and they want to taste something different so there's going to be a great Pinot Noirs but there's going to be more champagnes and bubbles than we've ever seen before I'm so glad you said that because I've always been so enamored with uh, my boy Bernard from Louis Latour and I wasn't even going to mention this because I don't want to dime him out because I like him so much but like he will bring a little of that Chardonnay or he'll bring some stuff there and it is so much fun to try a little about what's under the table but I gotta be really honest with you like you know I was in San Francisco a few weeks ago for Zap man I love Zinfandel it needs a shot in the arm like no other varietal um you know, Hospice Daron is going to Washington. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. But like, I I feel like no other event captures the spirit of a varietal and all the people that are famous quote for it than World of Pinot Noir. 
Yeah, and I have to give the vision to the board. You know, when they made the decision, um, when we outgrew the Cliffs Resort, which was a l- great location, and moved the event to the Ritz-Carlton Bacara, they said it has to stay coastal and it has to stay on the central coast. So when they put those parameters in place, there's not a lot of other places to do it. But what they did is they elevated the whole experience to a whole new level. Yeah. But we kept the coastal vibe, yeah. which is so important when we're talking about the terroir of how um, Pinot Noir grows. And that event grew so, I mean, not to get too much into the weeds of history, but like like that event grew so beautifully and so fast where at the last year or two, we were going from the Dolphin Bay to the cliffs back and forth. I mean, that's how just like robust this event was like burgeoning at the seams. And I think the Bacara, the Ritz-Carlton is a great event because it's a great venue because it holds us all perfectly. Well, yeah. And I think that what the Bacara provides for us, it's a campus essentially. You know what I mean? And so we can all post up there. We can, we can do multiple events at the same time, uh, dinners, seminars, whatnot, and every it, most people are there. Yeah, and everyone right. you see is part of it. Yeah, and that's so a great point. It, it's a really cool campus kind of uh, feel when you're there. You're it. It is. You know, we we do winemaker wine tech before that, Wapen tech before that. Um, we always say that's like winemaker camp. Uh, this is like elevated winemaker camp when you, you go to Bacara. Then you get all these consumers in that that love Pinot Noir because you really have to love Pinot Noir to go to this. And then, uh, as Stacy mentioned, you, you know, you're doing like 200 wineries it, it, from guys that just started making Pinot to these legendary people that have been making Pinot for a long time. It's it's amazing. No better food at any wine event either, yeah. by the way. Like, they just, it, you guys throw it down with the food. Like, people pay their price to get in. They taste from all over the world. They get to meet a lot of times the principals, some really, like, you're rubbing shoulders and if it's not the principals, like, oh, Adam Lee just walked behind me or there's, you know, this guy or that guy, so, or that gal. I, it's incredible. I met Vanna White. Stop it. Yeah. So just, oh, just, I feel like this is like I'm getting deja vu. Like you must yeah, have posted about yeah. it or something. I see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so Van and White. Well, I, mean, you know? I mean, come on, it's Van and White. We've seen Pink walking around. Pink walking. Like, yeah, you I know, mean, Alicia. She goes by. Oh, Alicia. sorry, sorry, my bad. This, we're talking two wolves. It's Alicia. Yeah, no, but it's um, it's such a cool event. Uh, Stacy, let's get down to the itinerary because this is an event like Eric noted that has a lot going on. We need a campus to facilitate this. So let's talk about tastings. There are dinners, and when we break this down, obviously aside from the tech stuff for the industry folks on Thursday, when we break into the party getting into Friday, what are we talking about? So we start off both days, Friday and Saturday, with seminars. There's two concurrently running seminars. And this is the for the folks that want to dive deep. We're going to have, we have amazing moderators this year. Um, I'm so excited on the seminar on Saturday. We're going to do a global blind tasting of Pinot Noir. So this is an opportunity. You're going to come and do a single blind tasting. Um, Julie Coney is going to be leading it along with our friend Evan Goldstein and we are going to um, put the best of the best together and we're going to ask um, everyone to kind of really exercise their palate and take a journey across the world with us. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Let me interrupt you really quick because I remember during, I hate to hate bringing up the pandemic, but during the pandemic a lot of great stuff came from it and one was the two of you guys Kobe and Eric would do these tastings on like Thirsty Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> and you would blind wines. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool and so bold because I am so bad at that. I've always, rem- like, I remember one of the first years at the Bacara, I had Dylan Proctor, who was there, Master Sommelier. Or, yeah. no, no, he was, he was, if you watch the Tom movie, not quite Master <laughs> Sommelier, but he was with other Master Sommeliers there and was like blind tasting wines and just nailing them. This is not an easy thing to do. So to blind these at a 
panel. I mean, you know, you by you and Kobe both know this. It's not easy to do. No, no, it's it's not it's not easy to do. It's a humbling it, experience. It's a very humbling, <laughs> especially when yeah. you're doing it. If live. you watch Kobe yeah, and I uh, right? doing it live, yeah. No, I mean, it, honestly, like like because we were doing that, um, you know, I guess it'll be 2021 when we start. Right. 2020, no, 2020, 2021, yeah. both, I guess. Um, I you mean, know, we tasted over a hundred wines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, cool. It, it was a blast for us, and and really, but you know, bringing it to WAP, and that that was one thing we we kind of brought along um, to WAP because we did one last year that that was uh, super successful, and I, I just think um, I, I love it. I love blind tasting, and I, I'm not getting them right. I'm not like nailing them. Like I'm so good. I love doing this stuff. It's just it's just fun to kind of like what is this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, the like, art Stacy of blind tasting is just fun to do. I'm glad you guys are, in, yeah. are weaving that in. So that I think is one of our really feature. Well, we only have four seminars, so they're all very special. Um, the other one that I'm really excited about is Ray Isle. Is really you know he just came out with a great new book, right? And we worked with him on pulling out some folks of his book, but also we said we have these great legacy brands and generations of winemakers, and how do we put that together in a seminar? And he said it's all about knowing the winemaker so he said it, it, let's let's really focus on a seminar so we have four different producers going to showcase three wines each and these are like longtime producers and they're going to be talking a little bit about um, really what those generational changes have been so it's going to be an awesome discussion um, going deep we're going to have some library wines we're showcasing um, some wines that the winemakers of this these panels are very passionate about um, so it's I, I'm very excited about that and also um, our friend Ray is just I mean anyone catch him recently he was just on the Today Show, yeah. um, talking about Valentine's Day and awesome wines. You know, our neighbor just to the south here was was featured. Love you bunches was up on the. Um, oh on the, no way! Oh yeah, list. yeah. He what was. a nice. great Valentine's yeah. Day thing to feature. Yeah, yeah. I saw Pete Stoltman shout out. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Stoltman, Get yeah. it. I was at. Um, I was hanging out with Amber at um, Lewis, and we were, you know, it was right around the time before the Lunar New Year, and saw the Lovey Budgers in there right before Valentine's Day. What a perfect Valentine's Day went, right? right? He's Stolman knocked it genius. out of the park with that one. Genius. Yeah. 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 Have yeah. you been on the water slide at the crib? I have actually never been on the water yeah. slide at the crib. I've been invited, but I just have not made it. Yeah. So I, I got invited like through a friend, but didn't couldn't go. Have you ever been on the water slide? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. pretty rad. Pretty rad. Yeah, what about you, Stacey? No, no I have not. We all got to crash Stolman's pad to get on yeah, the water AOP slide. Yeah, Pete Stolman, hit me up. <laughs> Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the, the other uh, two panels that we got going yeah, on. Yeah, so the other one that, you know, in the um, old world, we talk about first growths and villages and and um, the premier um, crews. And, and in California, we don't have those systems, right? We don't have those ways. But the board, this, I think everybody had so much fun saying, if we had a grand cruise system in California, what would the vineyards that we think would make that system as it relates to Pinot Noir? So we had a lot of fun, and we put together 10 different wineries, or 10 different vineyards and the wines that really emulate that. And David Glancy is going to um, really lead us through this discussion. And we're going to work ourselves from, um, I think, south to north is what we decided. Um, and really looking at some of these premier vineyards. It's places you source from, Kobe, like Bienacito. Yeah. Eric, you're on this panel. Yeah. Um, so this Super one's cool. really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I, I, I love actually choosing the, the, the vineyards, honestly. I thought that was such a fun process to go through because it is, you know, on the board, there's winemakers, psalms, there's, there's also like a variety of people in the wine industry. Um, 
but you know, to, to mention a couple because I have a couple of my friends in it. Being a city mentioned, so awesome. Our, our boy Anthony Avila is going to be there. Uh, my guy Chris Hyde, Hyde Vineyard. I mean, what are we what are we doing? Right, that's that's per- Mary Edwards, uh, Mount Eden. I mean, they're just this is going to be great. Sanford, Sanford and Benedict. Of course. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it just killer. Trey. killer. Yeah, yeah. Trey, our, our boy Trey. Uh, Savoy is going to be on there. I mean, there's just, it, it's going to be really rad to kind of go through all those because these, these are these are the upper echelons of vineyards in California um, that are, ma- that, that, you know, you know, there's people like, like us, Tally, I make a Rosemary's Pinot, but there's also p- other people that make Rosemary, just like Bienacito, like Kobe makes Bienacito. And I think it's, it's important to kind of showcase these vineyards that people are um, clamoring to buy fruit from yeah. and make wine. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if there's any more designated vineyard than Bienacito. Like, it totally belongs on yeah. that list. It's incredible. Yeah. David Glancy, Master Sommelier, San Francisco Wine School. I mean, he is so good at leading these panels. This is one to go to. This sounds like really a lot of fun. It's going to be incredible. And I can tell you, like from putting it together, we had so much back and forth and we were trying to be uh, democratic and geographically correct. But then finally we were just like, these are just darn good vineyards. Yeah. And the reality is, is this seminar, it could take on a life of its own. Like you could almost do a mini seminar within each of those vineyards because of the great talent of winemakers and the awesome fruit that's coming from those. Yeah. So it'll be really fun to see how it's received this year and really what opportunity we have in the future to really build upon on um, this seminar topic. So I think we, we, did we hit all the panels? The last one is our Bubbles and Bites. Okay, cool. So Bubbles and Bites is going to be led by Amanda McCrossan. So if you at all are on your um, Instagram, um, she her handle is Sam Vivant. Um, I'm telling you, she is really changing the way we talk about wine in terms of um, on the social channels. It's very exciting, just her presence out there and how she wants to really just also make wine approachable for everything. Let's talk about the Vinfluencer for a second because sometimes the influencers can be super gross. They can be really like cringy and how do you as a Stacy and your board as a Kobe and Eric and the rest how do we sort out who's got sure 86.9k followers or whoever know they're honest followers know they're like legit know they're like solid mm-hmm. to like the core of like oh these people are going to follow what I'm doing and they're not just like just that throwaway influencer I'm sorry but it's real yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll just kick off and say, you know, first of all, yeah, you have to look at the metrics, right? How many followers do we have? But we also really, um, the, the, what makes like an Amanda so interesting, she actually comes from the industry. So she was a sommelier at a restaurant. She has, you know, she, she knows her shit. She yeah. knows what she's talking about. Exactly. And she also knows how to relate to the consumer. Yeah. She's done yes. service. She's worked on that angle and she really wants to relate to her audience overall. And I think that's really important. And there's this element of, which is very different than she wants to keep it. I shouldn't say very different. She wants to keep it fun and approachable. And her seminar, it's the first time we've actually ever had bites with, um, in a seminar setting. Cool. So it's going to be bubbles and bites and Good one of the idea. things that she actually is, is going to be asking is okay these are you know beautiful bites that we're having but what is it that you like to drink bubbles with at home what is your go-to in your pantry when you want to open a great bottle of bubbles um for me it's microwave popcorn it's like boom i've go. got it there ready to go and i've got my my glass of bubbles you know because it's always ready but so my point is she wants to relate to folks if you yeah. follow her online you'll see that um her tips are very tangible and i i really appreciate that approach because i think we need more of that freshness yeah. in the business. I think I think you're totally right. And I love how, 
pairing bubbles with gosh anything audrey got me this book at christmas where like like pairs with like a big mac or just things that you eat like you know like random shit you'll eat but i mean pringles and caviar or like you know or a a, a double double i mean like think what does bubbles not go great with right well it goes good at 9 30 in the morning yes (laughs) so that that's i think that's all you need to know on on saturday breakfast of champions (laughs) right (laughs) i I think saturday of whopping uh starting off with bubbles and some bites is going to help you out quite a bit but it's like i would you know the people that are going to be there like it's Really good bubbles too. Yeah, no, so they, it's yeah, be, the, yeah, you know, it's it's legit. It's legit stuff. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. so cool. Uh, Worldofpinotnoir.com for all the fun that we are talking about, and I love how we're taking an event that, by all accounts, is at a luxurious establishment with a gorgeous five-star backdrop, Pacific Ocean. And just the amenities around you are beautiful, but we are not afraid. And, and we're talking about a wine. Let's be honest. We're talking about a wine that's not a gateway wine. Like no one gets into Pinot. It's not their first. Oh, Pinot. No. Like this is a wine that you like, kind of earn your way into once you learn about time and place and wine and stuff. And then, and even for me, like going to Wappen for a long time, I would like literally. And I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'll throw it out there because I'm just trying to be real. I would shun some of the Oregon and Washington Pinots because I wasn't quite ready for them yet. Yeah. And then you're like ready to adopt them you're like oh man there is so much beautiful fun stuff in these more earthy and like stylistic pinos and you're just like i'm here i've arrived well listen you mentioned zap earlier yeah like, like <laughs> hey hey zinfandel was my gateway that's my gateway um, right yeah. i think that's, <laughs> that's a lot of intro. us that's the intro that, right? that's the intro but i think i think you know the more you drink wine the, the more you pay attention to it the more you think about it right yeah. and pinot noir is one of those delicate varietals you know, they in, in nerdy terms, it's thin skin. So it it really it provides such. Um, it, you think through it constantly. There's all these layers of it, and it doesn't typically overwhelm you. You know, it just it it's something that's so thought provoking, and I think that that's what makes Pinot Noir so special. Do you sometimes, as a winemaker, Kobe, almost and you know not really, but figuratively, regret being a Pinot house because of all these things he's saying. Because it is such a, it's it's a wine, it's a grape that's tough. It's not easy to make. Like, you really got to focus. It doesn't make itself. It's not resilient. It's, you know, it's a really tough grape to make world class. And you have done it, like Eric has, in an incredible fashion for a long time now. No, I think, it, first off, it's a it's a grape that showcases where it's grown, right? And that's kind of unique because you know you can kind of frame cabernet as like growing in a hot climate and it's tannic and fruity and it's got oak or whatever you know but pinot noir really showcases the the earth with the dirt where it's grown from and then also the the thumbprint of the winemaker and the direction that the winemaker takes it so for for us you know i mean it's i've kind of known no nothing more or less about making wines it's always been a a wine like i think most winemakers whether they're making cabernet or rhone's rhone rhone style varietals or you know pinot or chardonnay everyone really pays attention to it but with pinot it is paying that delicate attention to it and watching it evolve without having to manipulate it you know let's talk about these wines with a sense of place because obviously 
you could say the same for Zinfandel, really, where it really does showcase place, but it's very different than Pinot Noir. You Zinfandel, these uneven clusters, these you know these big football players' shoulders, but like we're talking thin skins, we're talking a lot of attention to detail with Pinot Noir in a way that you don't see with really any other grape. No, and I mean it, it all goes back to Burgundy, you know, and in Burgundy they you know the the monks spent six seven hundred years figuring out the the scope of the land and where they should plant Pinot Noir, where they should plant, plant Cab, or excuse me, um, Chardonnay, and then why all these other varietals don't belong in the mix, you know? So it's, 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 it, you, you've got to think things through, you know? When you love Pinot the way like someone like you or Eric does, is it like, okay, I got my site, I know what my site is going to produce, but you also a moment ago talked about that thumbprint. Do you go, God, I do love what I just taste up at, tasted up at Gramercy, or, because when you go to World of Pinot Noir, you're tasting literally no, the world. No, that's of- the cool thing about Pinot is like, you know, each year, like, you'd be like, oh man, Russian River killed it on this vintage, where Sonoma, or not Sonoma so much, say Sonoma Coast, or uh, Oregon, whatever the five sub-AVAs of the Willamette Valley, you know, <laughs> like, everybody has their like special like moment right yeah and um you know i think with pinots just find that snapshot and and to go with it because it is such a light skin thin varietal but it's so powerful and it moves mountains let's talk about a snapshot of a great pinot noir it is this one in the glass no joke eric i want you to break your boy your boy's wine down for me before he does because we've been tasting this biancito it is it's bomb. It is so good. And it just represents everything that I love about Pinot. And I might be a sucker because I am a sucker for Santa Maria Valley. And I know this happens to be Bienacito. But whether it's Solomon Hills or wherever, I do love that ish that Santa Maria gives to Pinot Noir. Talk about this wine of your boy. Yeah, totally. So this is a, a El Lugar a Barrel Select 2020 Bienacito. Uh, it aged in a, a new punch, and this is one of his specialty wines. He's just bringing it out now, right, for your, for your club members, correct? Yeah, we'll release this um, March 6th or something. March 6th, yeah. Pre-release. Press the button. Yeah, March 6th, coming March. to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is this is cool because I don't think I, I, I've had this in, in barrel. I do not believe we've opened a bottle of this together, no. um, which I'm, you know, insulted, but <laughs> we'll, we'll move off that. But no, it, it, this is cool because one, it's punching, so it's 132 gallons. It's over two barrels, right? And so what, when you're putting wine in a punch-in you, you, and you're like, oh, it's 100% new oak. Yeah, but a punch-in doesn't show 100% new oak, yeah. honestly. Um, it actually, because the surface area of the wine versus the oak, right? And um, this wine, one, it, it, the nose is phenomenal. Mm. It, it, it is a beautiful, beautiful, pretty, like light red, like cranberry, yes. pomegranate nose to oh, it. Yeah. Um, it. It's 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 fantastic. It's, it's great that it's a 2020. Dude. Like it's it's been in bottle for for some time too, so that's nice. But um, I think that delicate nature that we've been talking about, um, just this is the epitome of that. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it it just goes. It's got so much nice complexity. It doesn't weigh you down whatsoever. And the problem with this wine is I want to just keep drinking more and more <laughs> <laughs> because it just, it, 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 it's so, there's like a salinity to it, you know, a mouthwateriness to it that um, it just, uh, that, that's what I like in Pinot yeah. Noir. Yeah, no, yeah. 
you know, Pinot Noirs are so transparent. That's what I always say. Like, if there's a flaw in it, you notice it. Yeah. In in other grapes, um, cabs, then the flaw has to be very apparent to actually notice it. In Pinot, if there's just a little bit, it, it, that's it. Right. I love how you say that, like salinity, because it is like that ocean spray that you get with a, yeah. you know, with a Pinot Noir like this from the Santa Maria Valley. Please break this down. Tell me what you uh, did to put this one together. It's gorgeous. I mean, to me, it's all about silky tannins and Pinot Noir. That I, I think kind of when you go back to Pinot, like one of the things that are your triggers, you know, like why why do you love Pinot? One of it is that silkiness, that tan, the the soft tannins, which it does have tannins but they're not aggressive like say like we make we make a Syrah and I love it because it's like my punk rock wine where this is like classic rock right it's gonna never get old like in terms of like a fan favorite you know you'll keep listening to that you know that song from the 70s or whatever you know it, it stays classic right and I think Pinot Noir has that due to that sexiness of that silkiness it loves oak, you know, not a ton of oak, but it, 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 this wine is 100% new oak, but it frames it so that it's not impacting the fruit in a over-the-top kind of way. It's just framing it and pushing those, those cherry notes, those red, those red notes up a little bit while adding a little bit more complexity to that mid palate and to the finish. You know? When you first tasted this wine out in the bottle, were you, do you ever get this way? With, with well, the reason I bottled this wine is because I tasted it out of the pungent or the 500 liter, and I was like, man, this shit's really good, <laughs> yeah. you know? And <laughs> I wanted to, you know, and we didn't bottle the whole 500 liters by itself, so we kind of... Blended some of it. Siphoned off the equivalent of 25 gallons, so about or no, excuse me, 25 cases, which was about, you know, a barrel, a barrel worth. And then the, the other, uh, portion of that, or the, the, the last half of that got put into our, our 2020 cuvee from, from Bienacito, you know, which is sold out and long gone. So, um, but this is again, you know, t- you taste stuff in the cellar with either other winemakers like Eric and I love to taste a lot. And you're just like, there's certain times where you're just like, I don't want to blend this away. Like this deserves like its moment. Like this deserves its stage. Its own you know? skew, its own and bottle. So, yeah. Being an owner, you know, and you know, it's the only thing you got to do is like, all right, buy glass, you know, create a different label, get some good corks and, you know, fire up the bottling line, you know, and so, charge a little more for and, it. And I ch- hope. Yeah. We know. But, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, um, it's, you know, it's more it's about a special wine. It's more about just showcasing that, that, yeah. that snippet, that snapshot of, of that wine and that vineyard in that moment. Now business decision. Do you go, okay, this is direct to my consumers or is it? Oh, it's 25 cases. So, oh, so it, like wine club only. Not even, I mean, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even get through our entire wine club. Okay. So it's so just, okay. We're going to, we're going to pair this with a, with another wine that we we only made 25 cases. Another another barrel that I came across in 2020 of Syrah. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I got to keep that separate too. Cool. So we're going to bundle those up and, and nice. release them. I love it. We're going to talk Tally in a second. Uh, Stacy, worldofpinotnoir.com is the website. We went through some of the different panels and the, the tastings and the, and the, the brunches and stuff. Um, but there are some dinners that we want to kind of highlight. Some are sold out. Some still have got a little bit of, of play on them. And even if they don't have too much play, I think it's worth mentioning just what you do for folks when they come down to World of Pinot Noir for these special dinners. Yeah, these dinners are first of all, just absolutely amazing. The hosts of these dinners are pulling out all the stops. So the golden eye dinner, which is one of our feature dinners on Friday night, um, 
they're showcasing GoldenEye bubbles to start with. First of all, who knew GoldenEye made bubbles? I didn't know that. <laughs> but it was so fun putting this together. And then they go deep into their cellars and they pull out some of these library wines that really aren't even available to the public to purchase any longer. So dinners are really about these special wines and bringing the talent and personalities at play. And our amazing SOM team really just pulls out all the stops to just have really a memorable experience at these dinners. You've attended them before. Uh, you many know. of them. They're incredible. They're just awesome. There's so much fun. And you're right. A lot of surprises come up and you're just like, oh, we get a chance to taste what? And then it's like, oh, you're sitting next to James Oniveros. And like, I mean, like, no, it is like really a who's who and just a real deep dive into why Pinot Noir is just one of the absolute best. Yeah, it's really cool. And then honestly, on Saturday night, um, this is another one that the Willamette Valley is celebrating 40 years as an AVA. So we talk about anniversaries and celebrations. In America, 40 years of winemaking is a pretty big deal, actually. And so they're bringing 10 of their various winemakers um, here. I was um, speaking with Megan, um, who helps is help leading all of this up with the Willamette Valley Vintners. And um, it's pretty incredible. The um, Some of the brands, it's their first time ever to World of Pinot Noir, but they're coming because of this dinner. They're going to be showcasing 10 different wines, and they won't let us publish the wines because they're that special. So it's going to be a surprise and delight that night. Wow. You will find out when you get to the dinner. So you can see the producers are listed. You've got Adelsheim. You've got um, Christum, of course. You've got Lang, um, Long Play, Renaissance, St. Innocent. I mean, the list goes on. So there's 10 producers in Willam- with the, the Willamette Valley. You were talking about Oregon, right? Oregon is coming to town Absolutely. in a really big way this cool. year. It's very cool, actually. That's right. I will, I will say, though, because I, you know, Christum's going to be there. Dan, who's the winemaker at Christum, was here in Central Coast for a long time. Oh. He used to work at the Cass House, the white tablecloth Cass House. Oh, you know, sure. Back in the old Jensen days. Exactly. Like, he, he used to be a waiter there. No and that's way. how That's how I met him back in the day. And I'm, I'm thinking that was 2008, yeah. 2009. Um, and then he went to Literai and then Christum and he's running he runs winemaking runs farming there um, he's a great guy it's it, I'm like stoked just to see him there I mean, that's, that, so that's cool. gonna be such a rad rad dinner yeah oh man it sounds like so much fun any other dinners I know you always do this burgundy dinner and I know this is one of those uh-huh. rare years where there might be just a little play in there if somebody wants their way in this burgundy dinner it's always worth mentioning even when it is sold out I always like to mention it uh, this one can you give me a little sneak peek on it yeah so again we're gonna feature Ray I so Ray, you know, sees the world of wine. And just a reminder, Ray is the executive um, editor of Food and Wine magazine um, and really just a, a fascinating resource in his own way. And then our SOM team, um, our head SOM, Chris Shackelford, he um, has really helped handpick the burgundies that we're going to be showcasing. Um, they're actually listed. You can list. You can look at the burgundy wines that we're going to have. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, Billicart is going to be the opening champagne. And nice. I am personally a huge Billicart fan. Oh, yeah. But this, they're actually bringing their Brute Reserve. I didn't even know they made such a wine and when i saw the label come through i was like oh this is a whole new level than the billa cart that i usually like to have yeah. as a special bottle. Yeah. They, so. they, they, they keep taking it up notches They're, so yeah that's what we're kicking off with and um let me tell you there are some amazing um, vintages and wines on that particular list and you're right adam we do have a few seats left but here's kind of how it works you got to know somebody to know somebody yeah, these aren't and for the public these aren't for the public and if you know somebody you let them know that i can maybe help hook them up so yeah. let's work out some deals well if that. you honestly if you're listening to this and you feel like this dinner is for you 
and there's still room left, you can go to adamontil.com, hit the Stay Connected tab. I will get you in touch with Stacy, and we will get you tickets to this dinner because this is one of those dinners. I mean, first of all, the, the price tag, it, you over-deliver so much more what you are able to consume in just wine. Forget the food. Forget the service. Forget the camaraderie. Forget the fun and the unforgettable night you're going to have. All that aside, just the wine alone, you are over-delivering like two, threefold. If you were to go buy all these bottles, which many of them you can't buy, right? That's the that's what we that's really kind of create Less the specialness. Um, I think we added up, it's about $1,000 worth of wine, that just the wine alone. And um, you guys have actually been to this dinner before, right? Like yeah. I just, I'm on the outside kind of yeah. doing the champion wave, but you guys have sat down and experienced these dinners. No, it's one of those, like, you know, you go to a fancy restaurant or whatever, and you have the, the amazing service, right? Which kind of is like, wow, amazing service, right? But then you add the quality of the food you're like okay this is worth it but then you throw burgundy wines on top of it you're like okay i've i've kind of hit my pinnacle is this friday or saturday this is on saturday night this is the granddaddy of them all this is what and you're only sitting with 40 people 35 other people so it's not you're not in some mess hall you know or whatever but it's it's truly an amazing experience for not only the culinary experience but then you throw in the the wines on top of it and you know eric and i we we were lucky about five six years ago to go and you know we had <laughs> it's the first wine i ever had that was 200 percent new oak you know <laughs> no it's cool so the, the 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 domain in france i can't remember where it was uh, but it yeah. was like it was like it was like a 25 year old wine that um that they had aged or whatever but it was a wine that they had put into a new barrel for the first year the second year they they transferred that Brand same wine barrel. into a new barrel and then they bottled it so i mean it was it was truly amazing and you know talk about a a, a a wine that was singing, you know, Oof. it was, it was really good. And then, you know, uh, a bottle of uh, sparkling, uh, brute ro- or 1998, you know, which was like, the color was all kind of messed up on it, but you taste it and it was just like, Ooh, so yeah. smooth. And I it, love that this event really opens your eyes to so many different types of growing regions, because like as Kobe mentioned earlier, like this is very much of a time and place varietal, but like, again, you know, kind of getting rid of my house palette and getting and getting the chance to learn about like Oregon and Washington. These were like earthy um, and like or that, Chile or like all sure, these, like, you know, right. you're just like okay, I'm not going to go to Chile anytime soon, <laughs> no, but like right. I really want to you know check out like some of the pinots that are down in that area. And yeah. sure enough, there's you know two or three producers from Chile, and then you know you can go to New Zealand, you know Australia. Um, you know, last year that the, uh, the guy from, was it New Zealand or Australia? Those wines, uh, Australia, Australia, oh. those killer Australian the, wines, which last was year. like you know we always kind of like I mean piss on Australia. You know, it's like Shiraz country, sure, right? But like those those pinots were no, yeah, were, were amazing. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, Dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> and, he's a, he, and he's his mom was his mom or his dad was French. His, yeah, it's, uh, they basically he said you speak French like a donkey. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, he speaks perfect French. Perfect French, but, but he doesn't speak it like a Frenchman. Right. Yeah. No. Right. It's just <laughs> like, an, like, like an Aussie. Aussie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's so, so cool to be able to taste 
wines like that, worldofpinotnoir.com. Uh, We're going to get into more like what uh, Stacey will tell us about the different tastings and what we can expect. I'm excited to talk to you, Eric, about Tally because you've been there for a long time and recently we've kind of advanced. We're now, you are, you've been the winemaker there for a while, but now we are, they've put you in charge of the vineyards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Good yes. For you, brother. Cheers yeah. to that, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Because I know, it. if we know anything about the Tally family, they care about their land and they care about the farming, and that is, that's a huge thing to be bestowed with. Yeah, no, it, it, it's great um, uh, to to take take control of, of the vineyards. And I mean, listen, I I wh- whoever I've been it for a long time, eighteen years now. I've I've wow. dealt with uh, several uh, vineyard managers, all that are still really good friends of mine, and. Um, I've always uh, had a part in farming, and, and you know because it, they're growing grapes for me. You yeah, know that's right, just yeah. kind of how it works, right? It's a relationship. Uh, absolutely, it's a, it is a relationship, and just to just to have the, the control and just be part of it. You know, it, it's like I look at it as like vertically integrated kind of a thing. You know, I'm just I'm literally grape to bottle now, like fully grape to bottle. Um, it's just great tally family for for uh, you know suggesting that I think you should do this. I think you'd be you'd be good at this. So was that was that a kind of like, oh damn. Like, did you even think that was a possibility? Or you're like, oh man, another hat to wear? I mean, cuz I've been in, you know, I mean, worked in radio for mm-hmm. over 20 years. I know all about wearing a lot of hats. Like, what is that like and in the wine industry often we can do that too. We can wear a lot of hats. What was that first like when that was brought to you? What were those thoughts like? Um initially it was like uh, obviously lots of excitement. Uh, I, I know the vineyards literally better than anybody as it is just just for the fact i've been here for so long and you know i'm how we do things at tally we 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 do not have big giant blocks we have a lot of small blocks and we pick everything separate we ferment everything separate you know and and then i use that uh, and i figure out you know how i want to blend them together so um i I know those blocks very well i know i know these vineyards and um i just I'm stoked to do it. It's it's uh, there's some scariness to be like, oh, you got another hat, right? But I look at things. It was like when I became winemaker in 2010. I mean, things come at you like fastballs when it starts. You know, you're a baseball player. A fastball looks like it's, it's coming really fast. And even but, in your own head, you might not know that you're ready, but you wouldn't have been asked if you're not. Yeah, like someone correct. else from the outside saw you were ready. Right, but eventually those fastballs, you see them, and they slow down. Because yeah. people do hit 100-mile-per-hour mile fastballs. Yeah. You know, they hit 90-mile-per-hour fastballs. Out the park. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff uh, uh, up front, but... Uh, you know, I'm I'm fully comfortable with these guys that that, that I have at the vineyard. They've been working with me uh, for a long time. As it is, we have a great relationship. I, you know, we're we're just gonna continue to to kick ass and make great wine. I mean, that no problem. Good for you. Yeah. What day are you pouring? I am pouring Saturday. Yeah. <sighs> I think. Are you pouring Friday, Kobe? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm, yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Seminar Friday. I'm a Friday, I'm a Friday pour. You like the Friday pour? Well, it's Friday just kind of like, then you're like, I'm done for the weekend. Yes. And then it's like Saturday. You Walk can just around. be like, all right, giddy up. 
Yeah. 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 I'll be honest. Marketing sets up which day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Saturday this year. Elgar so. has great marketing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Elgar marketing team is smart. I'll steal you from the table for a minute. Yeah. Let's just do to that. get Absolutely. you on the show a little oh, bit. Please. I think that'll be yeah. fun. Absolutely. Get you on with it. We'll get you some of that. We'll get you with Bernard Retronaz. Oh, we'll get you some that, of that. That's what we should do. We should get Bernard on there. We tell him to bring some Corton. Yes. We'll just, let's get after it. Yeah. For sure. I love it. Worldappearnoir.com. You got to see us. We're going to be there. Uh, the event goes from February 29th through March 3rd. Second, third. Second. Second. second yeah. Right. Thursday, Sunday, Friday, everyone's Saturday. done. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's done. done. <laughs> That's where we wrap up. Let me get out of here. I just want to say something. You know, if, if people are looking just for a day trip to, to, uh, to the event, I mean, do a lunch and do the grand tasting and you'll have an amazing experience. That's a great so, point. You know, I mean, some of, some of, the, some of the lunches are the most in my opinion, the hidden gems. Yeah, you know? no, you're totally right. You're get you're getting poured wines by the maker or the owner in a in an amazing set um, setting at Bacara, and you're having wines that you know that aren't on their everyday tasting list. Oh, right. If they even have a tasting room, right? You know? So yeah, um, it's it's pretty cool. Like uh, I'm I'm personally going to go to the Santa Cruz lunch. Fun. I think I think the Santa Cruz uh, um, AVA is one of the most under appreciated AVAs in California. Okay, good um, to know. Okay, Nathan Candler, stand up. Exactly. Okay, yeah, you've got Claude de la Tech. You've got Reese. You've Thomas got Fogarty. Thomas Fogarty. I mean, wow. it's like, I mean, again, like you 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 get in your car and you go drive up to the Santa Cruz Mountains. You're going to spend a decent amount of money on gas and time. I mean, it's all right here at one table for you. Oh, so. That's so good. And then you get to go to the uh, Grand Tasting afterwards and, and explore kind of some other areas uh, of either California, Oregon, or around the world. Yeah, worldofpinotnoir.com. Let's round out some of the other uh, Stacy auxiliary events that we may have left behind as of yet and just some of the other kind of little features we want to make sure people know about. Well, I just want to continue on the lunches that Kobe has said. I, somebody asked me recently, if it's my first time to World of Pinot, like how do I plan my strategy? Yeah. And I love what you said about start with a grand tasting and add on a lunch and yeah. you're going to have a fantastic day. Oh, it's amazing. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's the best day on, on the Central yeah. Coast of California. Yeah, you know? it, it truly so is. And you can make a day trip out of it. Yeah. I, I have a friend down in um, Paso Robles who she'll be like, oh, it's my day to go spend at Bacara. And she just makes a day trip. She yeah. goes, she spends the day doing her thing. And then she just hangs out on the resort until she's ready to come home. And it's it can make for a really fun getaway. Um, but I wanted to follow up on a couple additional lunches that I think are just really special. So um, I agree on that Santa Cruz. Um, you've got 11 different producers there. It's going to be a cool walk around. Just, wow, undiscovered gems. Um, but also the Russian River Valley. So we're talking about celebrating. They are 40 years into their AVA as well. And they are bringing the women of the Russian River Valley to play. And it's going to be very cool, actually, on that front. Um, then on Saturday, two other really special lunches. Back to this anniversary theme. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stuck on anniversaries <laughs> and celebrating this year. But we've got um, Tolosa right here in our own backyard celebrating Big 25. 25 years. Cool. So they're going to come to town, showcase. And again, you're going to see some very cool library wines in that lineup. And then our friend um, Domaine Della, David Della, is um, celebrating 10 years. And I know his son's going to be with him. He's really passionate right now about the next generation and what's happening on that front as well. So It's so interesting when you talked about these folks 
folks who are into their scene and into their their brand, and then they do have kids, and they get those kids get to an age where they're considering are are they feeling it? Are they not feeling it? And sometimes folks get lucky enough where they're feeling it, they're all in, and then like I've talked to whether it's like Matt Trevison or some of these other ones, where like I I, I don't know, or like some of like they ain't into it, like, and then it's like okay, well then then what's next? I mean, winemaking is such. I don't know if there's any more generational kind of like inherent like grasp on the generations that winemaking has on the family and what is next because when you have one of these stories that ends up being passed down and then down and down and some of these stories go five six seven or whatever I mean it just adds to the legacy so much it does and it's so cool it is very cool last year um david didn't make it to world of pino and honestly i kept asking the team is he okay because he's always like he's always letting us know what's going on we see him all the time and but his son was there and his son had a you know a team of bros with him and let me tell you they rocked their space in the ground tasting so i was like all right he's all about the next generation and they For showed real. up yeah, yeah, yeah. and they it know was what's up. really interesting to see that happening and so it is fun to see the next group coming in what's happening on that front um yeah, it's. I think it's it's very cool, and World of Pinot just is very very special. Um, and this year, I think the celebrations and anniversaries are going to bring everything into mix. It's yeah, nice. everything's going to be dialed in for this World Maybe of Pinot Noir. Maybe some proposals, Noir. right? Yeah, and you know we've had proposals in the past, and I yeah. know that the couple that has been proposed in the past, which yeah. you know I, them, right? I was at their wedding. I mean, uh, <laughs> Brian and Shemaine Seamus. I mean, oh, come they on, got engaged there. They got engaged at, at World well. Pinot Noir. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, and they're. Both in the wine industry. Did he do it know? like? Uh, did he do it in front of everyone or like private or how did he do it? Uh, I, I don't think he went, did it in front of everybody. If somebody no, says Stacy, because so. you know, like if you're in that grand yeah. car room, just there are those balconies <laughs> that like line, you know, like, yeah, up top. Yeah. You rented a plane. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> check it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like Ritz Carlton will throw. They're all about hospitality. Oh, we'll do they'll, it. They'll throw it down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so cool. World of PinotNoir.com. There are dinners. There are lunches, there are panels, and all of these, um, over the years, I've done you know a panel here, or a lunch here, or a dinner here, they're all so much fun, and you end up taking memories from them that almost exceed the grand tasting, because they're so special and so intimate, and the camaraderie is so second to none, but these grand tastings are just, in and of themselves, better than any other wine event that focuses on one varietal. I mean, Pinot is across the board. If it's going to be this or that or here or there or Oregon to Santa Maria to Chile to whatever. So I just think this is going to be, you know, I'm looking forward, of course, to the Big 25 next year. But I mean, every year, Stacy, and with your team, uh, this event gets better and better. Thank you. And you know, you, there's a way you can take a world of piece of, a piece of world of Pinot Noir home with you. Yeah, yeah. We have the silent auction that should not be missed. Oh, please. Let's it's go. Yes. It's all online now. We've changed it. You know, the COVID taught us so many things, right? Yeah. And it also taught us that, hey, we all love our phones more than ever. And we love a <laughs> QR code. So next, starting on Monday, um, the week of, um, of February 19th, we actually are going to be putting all of our auction lots up for display. And the bidding will begin the following week. So we're going to actually have a whole week of bidding. And these 
guys have actually all put up magnums um, on there. So I always love it. It's, it's a great place. I love a magnum. It's so much fun. Who doesn't want to have a magnum of wine no, to I take to a dinner you. party, right? I know, right? And so the world of Pinot is the place you can go shopping, literally. And um, it goes back to a great cause. We actually help with education, um, really with Cal Poly. And um, it goes back to support over all the organization in terms of keeping this mission alive of preserving and celebrating the world of Pinot Noir. Magnums are the shit. I've, someone was just telling me about a big bottle party. Have you ever been to a big bottle party? Oh, I have. It's not just a bottle <laughs> share. Yeah. A yeah. big bottle party is like yeah. next yeah. level. Yeah. Like, ooh. You got to have a big, you got to have a big group though. Yeah. yeah, but yeah because know. you're talking about yeah. 1.5s for per bottle. So it's yeah. like, you gotta, yeah. You well, sort normally when people bring big bottles, they're older bottles too. Yeah. I know. So you're just reaping the benefits. And those bottles, we're told, I've been told, age even better than the 750s. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it's slower. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because the really, you put the same size cork in there, but yeah. it's double the wine. Yeah. Right? And then you go to, I mean, Corks get bigger, you know, three and or uh, three Six liter, five, liter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. But we used to do nine liters at Tally, what? and nine there are nine liters were a normal cork, <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. But it was a let's just say pouring glasses. No, I've done yeah. that before. Just yeah, like no, because you, you have like shaking. a the one I was at like Cass or something, and they had I don't know like Methuselah, Jeroboam, mm-hmm. whatever the word was, mm-hmm. and it's like you have like a brace because <laughs> they, they must have not trusted me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this whole thing you wear on your shoulders to kind of like, dude, it's so cool. Large formats are. Bomb. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. So get it on the auction, worldofpinotnoir.com for that. Yep. You go right there. You'll see the auction tab um, and check it out because we're going to have a trip. Um, we've got a trip, I think that's coming to Burgundy this year, actually, <gasps> wow. for sale. So um, we did this last year. We put a couple trips up and people got excited about them. So um, we've got some fun surprises in the silent auction also. I encourage people to go to worldofpinotnoir.com. And if you're going to come down, I would say do, if you can, both days, because like Kobe noted earlier, there are different wines pouring on Friday to Saturday. You guys are cool to let the folks who are out of state, out of the country, they still pour both days? Out of state and out of country, yes. They do get to pour both days. That makes sense because yep. we really want to get a chance to give them the exposure that they mm-hmm. they deserve. But I mean, California is, is penal country. So like there's so much love to spread around. We got two days to do it. We got lunches and dinners and panels to educate you on what might be the best grape ever. I mean, like it's so great yeah. when you and your wine, like passion and love, your individual, like one's own path on wine. When you find Pinot... There's just nothing else like it, dude. Yeah. Pinot's the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think that Pinot Noir, uh, that's what everybody should be drinking, frankly. (laughs) I I mean, but I think think you go to World of Pinot Noir, you go to the Grand Tasting, and you taste the spectrum of Pinot Noirs, and you see that it's it's not this one monolithic thing. It's, It's just giant spectrum of it's, it's not it's not the grocery store pinot that you know that people drink you know no, this it's, is this is serious legit and it's not snooty it's not at all no no for no. being in a really nice place no, and, no, no, no. This is and that's the thing is yeah. is, is breaking down those barriers no 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 because it's breaking down those barriers <laughs> everyone's welcome there's no one like gonna th- Throw up their, you know, their thumb to you. That no, shoot, you let better. me there, of course. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm there. You know, El Lugar's there, so it's all good. So, but yeah, no, it's 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 going to be an event. It is an event that people can feel welcome. They can enjoy themselves. They can really explore because I think that's that's where you learn. You taste, 
and you kind of frame, okay, Willamette Valley kind of tastes like this. I've tasted like six or eight of these wines. They have this kind of certain characteristic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can kind of file this back. Yeah. I'm going to go over to Russian River and kind of taste some Russian River wines. Okay, they have a certain kind yeah. of profile to them. And so you can kind of, from that, you can gauge like, okay, I really like Pinot in general, but I really like specifically Pinots from the Savoy Vineyard up in mm-hmm. Anderson Valley, you know, nice, so you can yeah. get, you can geek out like that. So, Oh, we just did Anderson Valley on a road trip for our last vacation. So much fun. Uh, Kobe, we were at Lugar, like you mentioned, the, the new place. tasting room, Duncan Alley, baby. The Lowbro neighborhood of Slow is the most exciting aspect of what is happening in San Luis Obispo, which of course is the county seat for San Luis Obispo County, which encapsulates so much, but Slow right now is hot and this Duncan Alley and this Lowbro neighborhood is really, really exciting. We've taken industrial to a level where we got lights, roll-up doors, chic establishments, murals. What is going on at Elugar? How can people learn to taste here? Um, go to our website, you know, elugarwines.com. Um, we're 3197 Duncan Road, Unit C, which is in San Luis Obispo. Um, there's a couple other wineries. We have Rondine, which they don't make Pinot Noir. Like the other, the other, the other wineries, and they don't make Pinot Noir. Right. No, but I'm just, I'm totally no, Josh. And no, 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 no. They're, they're good people. Rondine, they make Rhone style. No, wine. Yeah, sure. Obviously. And yeah. then uh, Cromavera, they also they specialize more in like Spanish varietals, so they do uh, Grenache and, and Tempranillo. Yeah, yeah. And then Shindig. So I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a cider person, but they've they've converted me. I think they make yeah. the best cider. On on the central coast ancient owl ancient owl they've got a you know 20, 24 beers on tap or 24 uh, taps flowing but yeah we have our production here we have our um you know winery here tasting room by appointment walk in thursday through sunday we're open 12 to 5 and then extended hours on saturday and sunday or, sa- or friday and saturday and then yeah. walk in or apartment are you cool walk-ins walk-ins are great Dope. you know walk-ins are great Love but it. you can go on our online and you can you can make Check a reservation Cool. You know, yeah. Before I get final thoughts on whopping with you, Stacey, Tally Vineyards, how do we taste? Yeah, uh, tallyvineyards.com. Uh, check out our website. Um, but definitely come out. We're, we're out uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, it, it's such a beautiful place out there. Just please come out. Yeah. Because once you're out there, especially this time of so, year. Yep, yeah. So from El Lugar, yep. where we're at to Tally is... 18 minutes. Yeah. Like, people think it's so far to no. get out to Tally. It's not. It's the Especially most, with the back roads when you know them. It's the most yeah. bullshit excuse people have because, yeah. you know what, I'm going to just take over <laughs> on Eric right now. Yeah. They make the best shard in Pinot Noir uh, on the Central Coast. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, Thank you. It's great. Like, yeah. And, and it's close. It's close yeah. to San Luis. It's close to Rio Grande, obviously. And when it's, you're here at El Lugar, before you go over to Tally, ask them the back roads. Yeah. Like, they'll tell you how to get there yeah. and get no, there quick. No, the way to do it is you start at Tally and you work your way back to San Luis. Oh, you come see? to El Lugar. That's bomb. Because then bomb. you're back in slow. Yeah, you gotta for make, real. You got to. You got to make these drives yeah. shorter. Yeah, you know? no, totally. Yeah. But the back roads allow it all to happen, like oh. like you said, super quick. Yeah. Stacy, world of Pinot Noir.com, Final thoughts and things we should know about before this epic event. 
Well, first of all, if you are even have a hesitation of not coming after you've listened to the fun that we've had here tonight, um, please join us. It's going to be fantastic. So um, February 29th through March 2nd, worldofpinotnoir.com. Um, check it out. So many opportunities. Make a day trip out of it. Make a weekend out of it. Come for one event. Come for many. Um, come see Eric. Come see Kobe. Like, let's let's do this. Like, yeah. it's, it's super fun. If you are interested still in that burgundy dinner, go to adamontill.com. If you know someone, you know someone, go to adamontill.com. We'll get you in if there are still tickets. Otherwise, these lunches, these panels, these dinners, find out what's available. Got to see what these tastings World of PinotNoir.com. Kobe, thank you so much for having us. Hey, thank hey, you. Your beautiful new spot. Your wine. God, that Pianacito, the Syrah. Everything has been gorgeous. You've been one of my favorites for a while. Eric, I love you, man. You love the same. Stacy, thank you so much for having me at World of Pinot Noir and having us here. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.